Now, back to Sports 56 Mornings on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Acura of Memphis. Here once again are Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. Welcome back, everyone. 9.03 the time. Final hour for us today on this Monday, November 6th, 2023 edition of Sports 56 Mornings. Greg Gaston, Eli Savoy, Zach Boyd with you from the Family Leisure Studios. Family Leisure. Their overstock sale continues. 2120 Witten Road, just north of I-40. Sunny already up to 64 degrees. And we're looking at a high today of 80. Tonight, a few clouds, a low of 60. And then tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high of 82 degrees. So very nice weather. We had nice weather over the weekend, and it continues. Going to get into the NFL here in just a moment. We'll continue to take your calls and texts at 901-360-8255. I wanted to finish up, though, on college football. I, I didn't mention when we were going around the SEC the win for Arkansas over Florida, 39-36 in overtime. Another one of the wild games that happened over the weekend. You, early in the year, one of your predictions was that Billy Napier may not make it through the year. And with what they owe him and all that, he probably will end up making it through the year. But Florida's got to win one of their final three to become bowl eligible. They are sitting at five and four overall. But they play at LSU, at Missouri, and then Florida State. I don't know if they win a sixth game. I don't think they do. I don't think they do either. Do you still think he could get canned? Uh, I think they're he could, depending on how those go. You know, if they get, I think the Florida State game will go a long way if they get blown out by Florida State, and if, if you know if you end on a four game losing streak and get blown out by Florida State, I certainly think. You know, I I had them going four and eight. Uh, I think now it looks like they'll probably go five and seven. Um. But, yeah, I, th- I think there's still a chance. Now, Arkansas, coming off that bye week, had has to win their last four, and they get the first notch by beating Florida on the road. And uh, Sam Pittman needed that one. But they still have to beat Auburn, Florida International, which you assume that that's going to be a win, and Missouri on the Friday of Thanksgiving to become bowl eligible. I think that's going to be really, really hard. Auburn's at home this weekend. It's a possibility, although Auburn's playing well. So I think they're in trouble. Mississippi State, they are sitting at four and five. Mississippi State's final three are at Texas A&M, Southern Miss, and Ole Miss, the Egg Bowl. They're going to beat Southern Miss, but I don't think they're going to get that sixth win. I don't think they're going to win at Texas A&M. I don't think they're beating Ole Miss in the Egg Bowl. And Vanderbilt's already out of it. So you may have possibly Arkansas, Mississippi State, Vanderbilt, Florida. Let me take a look at South Carolina. They're three and six. They got to win their last three. South Carolina has Vanderbilt, Kentucky, and Clemson. Clemson, man, they looked good this past weekend and what they did to Notre Dame, shutting up Tyler, the caller. I don't know if they get the six. And I guess the point I'm trying to make is, hold your ears, Harold. I wonder if there'll be enough teams in the SEC for the AutoZone Liberty Bowl game. Um, well, we, we shall see. There may be five teams that don't make bowls from the SEC with the current 14 teams. Of course, next year they expand. 
So I'll be curious to see what happens. But that is a possibility. Of course, there's always upsets, and we'll see what ends up happening. Texter says here on the Sports 56 list line, if Ole Miss wins out, do you think they'll have a spot in the playoff? They could, but it requires help. Um, Because, again, they're not going to, in all likelihood, they are not going to be playing in the SEC championship game. So they would be an 11-1 and non-division champion. But we've seen that this happened before. You could, they certainly could get in. Um, but again, they would, it would help if they, Florida State were to lose, if somebody other than Texas were to win the Big 12. Washington loses. Um, you know, there, there's, there is a path there. It would, it would, it puts them in a position to have that chance. It would just, they would require some help to do it. And it's, but it's not crazy, that is for sure. Um, it's certainly things that you could see happen because right now, um, you know, Texas, again, we don't know how much longer Quinn Ewers is out, but it wouldn't be a surprise to see Quinn uh, Texas lose again um, at this point if, if Malik Murphy has to keep playing. And then Florida State, I mean, hard to find a loss on their schedule, although Louisville they played de- well. demolished Virginia Tech. And I mean, is playing well and looks like they will be the opponent in the the ACC championship game and um, they they continue to win games and play well so I guess I mean theoretically you could get Louisville uh, to beat Florida State. I have nothing against Georgia, no problems, no qualms with Georgia. They have been a delight to watch, but I'm kind of tired of what's going on. They're dominating college football. I'd love to see Ole Miss beat them this weekend, but nobody seems to be able to beat them. As much as much talk as we can have about, yeah, it's not as good as the last two years, and maybe they're not, but they may still be good enough to win a third straight national championship. They seem to, when they want to turn up the uh, the volume, they can do that. But Ole Miss will be a challenge because Ole Miss can score. And I would just love to see it happen. Just to, I want chaos. I always root for chaos as far as college football is concerned. It always seems to work out. I want chaos. Ole Miss uh, and Georgia, that would be something. I would love to see it happen for the Rebels. Uh, Doug Texan says, with that Saturday win over Florida, Sam Pittman's buyout went up over $5 million more. I saw the that. He teeters yeah. on that, right, right, teetering right around that 500 mark. <laughs> that's where it's so, yeah, I mean, every week basically can that thing can go up or down. Now, depending on what they do the rest of the way, it could go back down, all of that stuff, I guess. But yeah, he, they are, they are, he is teetering right around that, uh, that mark as far as that is concerned. I uh, got a text here from. Raider Corey uh, says, uh, Tigers football team won a basketball game (laughs) or football game uh, over the weekend. Raiders looked like they were freed from bondage while demolishing the Giants. Um, It's been a while since they were led from start to finish and actually scored over 21 points for the first time this season. Grizzlies got that elusive first win. Now is it too much to ask to have Bane, JJJ, and the rest of the crew play more like this for the next 17 or 18 games and beyond when number 12 returns? Well, we talked about it to start the show. That bench coming through, finally, you got Aldama back for the first time, and Kennard found his range. You even got some good minutes from Junior. Roddy's been pretty solid. You couple that with what Tripp and Bane and Smart have been doing, and Biombo. Bismack Biombo, I know he got into the game late Friday, but really didn't play. He played yesterday. Tillman was a late scratch. He started, and Bismack Biombo had a big game, eight points, 11 rebounds, four assists, and three blocks. So I think it's possible. Now, against the elite of the elite, 
it's still going to be really, really tough. But some of these teams that the Grizzlies will have coming up, I think they're in a better position to win when they have that bench contributing like that. Through the first six games, they got nothing from the bench. It was all on Bain and Jackson and Smart to carry them, and they just weren't able to because you didn't have all three of those guys playing great in the same game. And you have to have that happen. Plus, gets because they go look, they're consistently going to limit minutes. They're not playing guys 40-something minutes, so that bench is going to have to come through. And that was a good sign, what we saw yesterday. Okay, let's get to the NFL. Week number nine, it will conclude tonight with the Chargers and the Jets from the Meadowlands. Thursday, of course, the Steelers over the Titans 20-16 to to kick off the week as Pittsburgh improved to 5-3 and three and dropped the Titans to 3-5. and five. The week started off early on Sunday morning, or the Sunday started off extremely early with the game in Frankfurt, Germany, with Kansas City and Miami, and the Chiefs get the Dolphins 21-14. Chiefs go to 7-2, Dolphins drop to 6-3. Pat Mahomes, healthy, feeling good, couple of touchdown passes for Mahomes. Yeah, it was um, not a great showing by Kansas City by any means. Um, the fumble at the end of the first half by Tyreek Hill that was returned for the touchdown was a killer. And it looked like at that point at 21 nothing they might blow out the Dolphins, but then they can't score in the second half. And again, the Dolphins, I don't they just Dolphins can look really good against teams, but every time they step up and play one of the other good teams, mm-hmm. they fall flat. Like it's just I don't know. I, I don't know what to make of this Dolphins team. Um and it just but Basically, when they play playoff teams, they don't do well. So it doesn't look good for them when the playoffs actually roll around. I didn't see the game, but I saw the box score later in the day when I saw Travis Kelsey had three catches for just 14 yards. I figured uh, his girl wasn't there. Is that correct? See, I don't know if she was there or not. I didn't. I was. I did not watch. Zach, that. do you know? Do we have any confirmation on uh, Miss Swift? Was she at the game in Frankfurt? Uh, I didn't. See or hear anything? Yeah, I don't think she was. I watched the start of the game, uh, basically the first half of the game. We left Starkville at halftime of that game, and I didn't, I didn't see anything about her. But then I also thought I saw some things about her arriving at the game or something. But I don't know. I, I thought she was like, at a party in New York the uh, the night before with a bunch of her friends, including Pat Mahomes' wife. Who that doesn't seem weird that she wouldn't go with? Don't don't well, the wives go on that trip? I would think they do, but anyway, I don't know. Maybe somebody has the answer, but I'm telling you, Kelsey three catches, 14 yards means she was not there. The uh, so the Dolphins now, the three best teams they've played, the Bills, the Eagles, the Chiefs, they've scored 20, 17, and 14. They put up a lot of points against everybody else, but when they play good teams, they just don't score. They put up 70 against Denver. Yeah, you're right. They're look, they're a good team. They're a really good team. They're just not an elite team yet. They're they're not there, but they're the trajectory is the correct one. They're they're doing that. That coach is good. They like playing for him, and they'll continue to go out there and, and get players. And free agents are going to want to play in Miami. Uh, your Cowboys and the Eagles comes down to the wire. I mean, down to the wire. And Philly's able to hold off the Cowboys twenty eight to twenty three as they stop the Cowboys at what the two. They are now 8-1. Philly is. Dallas drops to 5-3. Jalen Hurts, who was playing hurt, a couple of touchdown passes. Yeah, I mean, gosh, that's it was just, you talk about frustrating. I mean, the the two plays, um, the one, the fourth down play where the catch is made, but he's 
inches short of the goal line when his knees down and he actually makes the catch and then you recover from that you get the touchdown after forcing the three and out then you go for the two and Dak looks like he's got the two but his foot's just barely out of bounds like I mean it was just so everything was so close and yet they just they just inches here and inches there and couldn't do it I mean they they 100% should have won that game but um they and but you give the Eagles credit. They they found a way to make the plays they needed to make and were just good enough on defense to keep them out of the end zone on the one and then also um, on that final drive. Even though the Cowboys march right down the field on them, helped by the pass interference penalty, um, you know that they get the false start that backed them up, which really hurt. Um, you know the Cowboys had there were also. Three fumbles in that game by the Eagles. The Cowboys couldn't recover any one of them. Two, they end up scoring touchdowns on those drives later. Plus, they had the... And then on that last drive, when they almost gave the Cowboys the ball back in great field position, um, again, the Cowboys still drove down the field, but just such a frustrating thing to be so, so close. I mean, to have the touchdown and then go back and overturn it. Then the two-point conversion, Mm -hmm. they go back and overturn it. Like, it just... Frustrating loss that they, they they should they had a great opportunity to go into Philadelphia and win that game. Yeah, I watched the bulk of that game. I thought they played well. Dak Prescott has played extremely well here the last I don't know three four weeks. The last two weeks he's been great, and CD and CD Lamb has been awesome. CD <laughs> Lamb eleven catches, one hundred and ninety one yards. Dak's numbers twenty nine of forty four, three seventy four, three touchdowns. He was sacked five times. The um. The they are they have figured out that when you put the ball into CD Lamb's hands, good things tend to happen. And the last two weeks, it's twenty three catches. Now the last two weeks, like they are making sure they get him the ball, and he has been awesome. Of course, it was a big University of Memphis alumni game as Tony Pollard, the running back for the Cowboys, and Kenneth Gainwell, one of the running backs for the Eagles. Gainwell had a really nifty touchdown run, that 12-yard touchdown run where he did the somersault into the end zone. And, of course, Jake Elliott, the kicker for the Eagles. 28-23, Philadelphia. All right, um, Baltimore, we have to take notice of this team. They are 7-2. They demolished Seattle 37-3 as Seattle falls to 5-3. This is a good Seattle team. They also demolished Detroit. Baltimore, I don't know, it doesn't matter, I guess, who's running the ball. A guy named Keaton Mitchell with nine rushes for 138 yards and a touchdown. They hold Kenneth Walker III, the Arlington High School guy, nine carries, 16 yards. That's how good that Baltimore defense is. This isn't Ray Lewis's defense, but it's darn good. And when you have Lamar Jackson running that offense, Baltimore is an absolute player. Keep an eye on the Ravens. I I don't I I wish I could figure out how they lost to the Steelers and Colts. Inconsistent, <laughs> like their their record, like what they've done, it, it makes no sense to lose to the Steelers and Colts, but demolish the Lions. Um, it just it, it doesn't make sense. But that, no, I mean in that defense, in Baltimore just seems to always find a way to have a great defense, and they've got a really good one. They are running the ball like crazy. Um, no matter, as you said, who it is that's in the backfield, they run the ball like crazy, helped obviously by Lamar's ability to run the ball. But yeah, they, they've got a chance, mainly because of that defense. All right, before I go to the uh, other games, uh, Dwayne wanted to talk a little bit about the Cowboys, and we'll bring him on. Dwayne, how are hey, you? Hey, what's up, Greg? What's going on, Greg Eli? What's up, man? Uh, first, I want to talk about the Cowboys. 
Mm-hmm. Man, I'm sick and tired of these referees just dictating the game. It's, it's so many calls yesterday that they blew. I mean, it's outright calls they blew. When you throw a flag on a hand to the face, personal file, then you realize, oh, I'm sorry, I had popcorn butter on my fingers, and you pick up the flag. <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I have no idea why they decided to pick that flag up. I mean, that is a real problem because those things decide games. Because the guy was open, he was obvious. <laughs> he was running. He's going to run open. And the pass in the first calls that you don't call when guys are obviously holding, tugging, grabbing. Those things decide games. Now the holding on offensive lineman. Terrence Steele got beat like a drum yesterday he for did. the Cowboys. He did. He, he needed help, and they in the offensive scheme did not help him at all. And and I hate that they gave him eighty million dollars, but it is what it is. Now I want to talk about the Tigers. I don't know if you guys remember me. Five or six weeks ago, I kept calling saying the tight ends at University of Memphis are wide open, throwing mm-hmm. the ball. Yeah, they're wide open. You're and preaching to the choir, like by they, the way, Dwayne. I love I love the use of the tight ends. Finally, they're doing they, it right. They, Finally, and these guys are shining. I mean, to be honest with you, if not for the tight ends, we've probably been in a little trouble. They are shining. They, they, they're beacons of light on this offensive team. Now, this, I said that to say this. There's no way there should be a 59-50 football game. <laughs> <laughs> that That is I, – I, I, I'm trying to figure out, is our defense that bad? No, it's it's, yes. I, it, but it's it but it's but it's it's defense. <laughs> it's week after week. It's defense around the country, though. Look, USC, all the money they can spend. Look at that defense. There's one team that plays defense in college football. I mean, plays defense, and that's Iowa. For some reason, hey, there's 11 NFL players on Iowa. Apparently, hey, Greg, mm-hmm. Greg, yep. I don't care about around the country. I care about this. I know, I know. I'm we with you, I'm with you my friend. Be- we cannot be having basketball scores for football games. I know. And, and USC's not playing North Texas, UAB, and USF I, I, Look, I understand. You're preaching to the choir. I see it firsthand every week. But here's the thing, Dwayne. You know, what's, you know what's crazy, though? You saw the game. In the fourth quarter, they get two stops. They get two big stops on USF's offense, which was cruising right along. And that I mean, helped make did, the difference. That, that did help make the difference. I, I just hope um, come next week the quarterback isn't hurt. Well, I know it's just not his throwing shoulder. Right. Because I like what I saw from the bag up. I did. But if you're going to get a game rid of that importance, because I'm going to tell you right now, going to Charlotte, I don't watch them play three games this year. It's not going to be easy. Charlotte is not an easy team to beat. None of these and teams the apparently Memphis, are for Memphis. And the way Memphis play defense, it could be another 60-59 <laughs> game. I, it's, it's, I, I hope I, not for the sake of the folks with weak hearts out there. The faint of heart, man, it's tough to go through it. Dwayne, thank you, my it, friend. It's hard. I, I appreciate guess. it. Have a good one. Yeah, it's um, it, it, it's crazy, but that's, that's the way, unfortunately, the, these games have been. All right, we're going to continue in just a moment, talking a little bit more more uh, NFL. Again, if you want to call in like Dwayne, 360-8255. You can text in as well, 360-8255. If you want to give us your thoughts on what you think the Tigers will do on the hardwood this year. Also curious about that. And for all you Ole Miss fans out there, the Ole Miss Rebels, they open the season tonight at home at the Pavilion against Alabama State. We will have that game for you right here on Sports 56, beginning with the pregame at 630, the Chris Beard era beginning in Oxford. Folks, East Coast Wings and Grill for all of the action, whether it be Tigers basketball like tonight or Tigers football or 
NFL football tonight. Obviously, a lot of college basketball along with Monday night football. And all the games are always on at East Coast Wings and Real. they got plenty of TVs for you to watch all the action while enjoying great food and great drinks. They've got on Mondays, 75-cent boneless wings all day long. That's each and every Monday. Of course, Monday through Friday, 3.30 to 6.30. That's happy hour with two-for-one beer specials, bucket specials, and more. For as far as the food is concerned, the wings, certainly the star of the show. 60 flavors for you to choose from. But so many other great items on the menu from the great burgers and flatbreads to other sandwiches salads they've got it all for you at east coast wings and grill don't forget to ask about the rewards program where you can earn uh, rewards for every dollar that you spend there as well east coast wings and grill on kate hyde boulevard which is the road that runs right between lowe's and walmart of highway 64 and uh, you can order online at eastcoastwings.com for pickup can get it delivered via DoorDash. check them out at east coast wings and grill all right more of your calls and texts and more on the nfl when we return this is sports 56 mornings with greg and eli on real sports Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Join the voice of the Tigers, Dave Woloshin, for Wolo and Friends. Weekday mornings from 10 to 11, here on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now, back to Sports 56 Mornings on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Acura of Memphis. Power is everything. Here once again, Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. Welcome back to this hour. The program is brought to you by Acura of Memphis, Ridgeway. At 385, that's where you'll find Acura Memphis. That's where you're going to find beautiful Acura automobiles as well as great people to deal with in buying one of those vehicles. If you're looking for a new vehicle, certainly they could take care of you. Pre-owned vehicles, they've got that, including those certified pre-owned Acuras, which is a great way to go. And getting a car that saves you a little bit of money, you get the extended warranty, and they go over those things with a fine-tooth comb before they're able to put that certified label on them. You can find out a lot about inventory of those pre-owned vehicles, as well as all the information about all the different models of Acura by going to AcuraOfMemphis.com. Go buy, take a test drive, feel the Acura difference. Always going to be a great car buying experience at Acura of Memphis. Greg is dialed in on the Sports 56 listener lines, wants to talk a little Tigers. Hi, Greg. Greg, Eli, good morning to you guys. Good morning, good morning. to you. Uh, I, you know, I was, I was just thinking, I said, wow, I think it's kind of personal with DeAndre Williams and uh, the fact that they denied him the, the right to play mm-hmm. when they could have easily allowed him to play, but that being said, I hadn't had a chance to watch these Tigers this year. But from what I'm hearing and from what I understand, a little bit I have seen, they seem to be a pretty good team. I wonder what you guys think as far as you know, Penny not being there for the first three games. How would it possibly affect this team? And do you think, think this team, you know, even without DeAndre, you know, are they really one of the best teams Penny has ever filled? All right, we'll talk about it. Thank you, Greg. Appreciate the call, and and thank you for uh, listening to the show. Okay, so first of all, they're in good hands. Rick Stansbury will take over for the first three games. Two of those three games tonight against Jackson State. A week from this Friday, they'll play Alabama State. 
you would think that the Tigers would take care of business. If they don't, that's that's a problem. In between, though, sandwiched in between is the game at Missouri this Friday. Always a tough place to play. You're familiar, Eli, with Columbia. I know it's uh, they have a really good student uh, population that get into it, and they, they let the opposing uh, teams know of their presence. But, again, Rick Stansbury, head coach for years at Mississippi State, Western Kentucky, takes over. And the system's in place, so that that won't be an issue. And then Penny will be back and and ready to go. Uh, I love the team. I think it is a uh, plethora of talent. I think they have the ability to shoot the outside shot a lot better than they have in the past. Uh, they do miss or will miss DeAndre Williams, just his motor. And you just wonder which of these guys, maybe multiple guys, maybe an individual, will step up and be that motor guy. Uh, that leader out there, that uh, guy who is always barking. They only have two returning players, and with Jaden Hardaway and Malcolm Dandridge, they'll be two of the leaders, but they're coming off the bench. So they're more leaders in the locker room, at practice, on the court with the main five. And they they go really, really deep. But who is the guy that's going to stand up? Is it going to be Javon Quinterly, the point guard, the Alabama transfer? More than likely, it'll come from him or Caleb Mills. I think they have the ability to be a really strong basketball team, make a good run. As we talked about earlier in the show and have talked about for forever, it seems like, Memphis has loaded the non-conference portion of their schedule, which I love. Now you got to go out there and win the bulk of those games to ensure a high seed when it comes to the NCAA tournament because your conference is doing you no favors. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think this on paper is probably the best team that Penny's had here. I mean, you've got everything you really want. You've got size. You've got certainly talent. You've got experience. Um, you know, it, it's it, it sets up and um, could very well be a, a great year. But yes, again, these early non-conference games. You know, Ken Palm has the Missouri game basically as a toss-up. He has it as a one-point game. Uh, his, in his percentages, he has it as a 50% chance you win the game. So, literally, he has that one as a toss-up game. Um, that will be a big one. You know, the other, um, the Ole Miss game, I mean, the Texas A&M, Clemson, Virginia, Vanderbilt, all these games. Like, these these are wins you need to rack up um, for that resume because there's just not anything there on the conference schedule to help that resume. And you don't want to end up as an 8 or 9 seed. You want to try and get a top 4 seed, um, but you're going to have to win a whole bunch of games to do that, including these games early in the season. But, you know, on paper, this, this team – Looks like it could very well be a second weekend NCAA tournament team. Yeah, um, and that's that's really. I mean, we'll we'll see how it all plays out. But I'd, on and they don't play the games on paper. But but certainly this is a talented and experienced team. And for the love of God, get to the con- get to the tournament final in the Bahamas. Get, these tournaments have been right there for the taking every year, and they always seem to to lose one early. Take care of business. Go out. The Michigan team they're playing is good, not great. I would love to see Memphis playing for that tournament championship early on in the year, really setting the tone. But it starts again tonight against Jackson State. Friday, though, a meeting with one of their SEC opponents, many SEC opponents, and that is the Missouri Tigers. By the way, I was doing some uh, figuring during the break. If you take out the Bethune-Cookman game, Mm -hmm. the Tigers' defense— would be the third worst total defense in the country. Wow, now we're talking football now, but yes. Wow, did not know that. Take away that game where they only gave up 75 yards. 
<laughs> they were first in the country after yes. that week, remember? They've now they've fallen into now they are 109th. They've gone all the way from first to 109th. Oh in this my time. gosh. But they give up taking that game out, they give up 460 yards per game, which would be the third worst in the country. Only North Texas and Colorado give up more than 460 yards per game. Um good thing they have to include the Bethune Cookman in the stats. The Bethune Cookman game. Yes, yes. Because that's <laughs> they're they are they are plummeting in the total defense standing. I mean, again, when you've given up over 500 yards the last two games, uh, you, you fall in a hurry. You're falling like a rock. You've had back-to-back games where the two teams have combined for over 1,100 yards of offense. All right, let's get back to the NFL. Indianapolis over Carolina, 27-13. So, Frank Reich, the former Colts coach now at Carolina, can't beat his old team. They fall to 1-7. and seven. Indy goes to 4-5. and five. Kenny Moore with two pick sixes in the game. Bryce Young threw three picks in that game. Yeah, not a good not a good day for Bryce Young. And so far, again, there's they're still a long way to go in their careers, but it right now it's hasn't really been close between him and CJ Stroud, who's been better. Not at all. We'll talk about CJ's big day in just a moment. Uh Las Vegas is uh, Raider Corey texted in. Uh, an easy win at the office for the Raiders, 30 to 6 over the New York football giants. Vegas improves the four and five. G Men dropped the two and seven. Josh Jacobs, a couple of short touchdown runs. Big news, though, in this one Daniel Jones returned to play after missing a couple of games for the Giants. What, two, three games for the Giants? He returns, gets hurt again. Haven't heard word yet on the MRI, but they expect that it's going to be devastating and a possible torn ACL. Yeah, we, could, we might get a whole bunch of Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito, <laughs> how many? What's he got? Three or four picks I think he's already. Great in about the, ten attempts. He's great in the Jersey Mike's commercials. He's not much for quarterbacking, but <laughs> but gotta, gotta love the guy. He's, he's you know from he's come a long way since the days in taxi. Cleveland beat Arizona twenty-seven to nothing to improve to five and three as the defense gets a shutout of Clayton Toon, the former Houston quarterback, went eleven of twenty. For 58 whole yards and two interceptions. In the meantime, Deshaun Watson started at quarterback for Cleveland. It's good of him to play every once in a while. Threw a couple of touchdown passes. One was a doink off a helmet, but in any case, they really didn't need much from him. Just a little bit of offense when you play defense like that. Cleveland 27 to nothing. And then you had the crazy game. This was like a college football game, a shootout. Houston 39, Tampa 37. Come from behind win. For the Texans, who under D'Amico Ryan's in his first year, they're four and four. Tampa drops to three and five. C.J. Stroud, rookie record, four hundred seventy yards passing, and five touchdowns. I can't even imagine the Carolina Panthers message boards. They're like, wait a minute, we took Bryce Young over that guy, Bryce Young, who just threw three picks, two of them for pick sixes. And C.J. Stroud went for 470 and five touchdowns. Hey, settle down, folks. It's one game. It doesn't mean that Bryce Young's going to be a bust. But C.J. Stroud, my gosh, to hit the ground running like he has done, extremely impressive. Dude, he he makes some throws that are just like, I mean, the one touchdown he threw to Dell, the first touchdown he threw to Dell, that thing is just. It's just pretty. It's just it's just beautiful. Like on just perfectly on the mark. I mean, everything about it. You know, that that last drive was impeccable. Like the dude just like I mean, they, they went down the field like it was nothing. And he's just making every right decision. He makes every throw. Like he, he is he looks great. 
And then, I mean, they're they're playing without a kicker. Like, they don't even have a kicker. And by the way, kudos to Agumba Wale for coming in. Hit the field goal. And being able to kick that field goal. Like, that, I can't imagine trying to, like, I, I don't know what his kicking background is, but I can't imagine coming out there and trying to kick a field goal in an NFL game. How about Ryan's going for the field goal? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess they they must have had some confidence in him. I don't know what he did to, to convince them, but kudos to him. But man, oh man, C.J. Stroud, he is, whew, man, he's he is he's way better than I would have thought this early in his career. Oh, there's not even I thought a Bryce, He's like a five-year veteran. I thought Bryce there. Young was more ready to play right away than Stroud was. So that, did I. I thought maybe Stroud would end up being the better one. I did not see this from C.J. Stroud in year number one. New Orleans beat Chicago 24-17. They're now 5-4. and four. Chicago is 2-7. and seven. Taysom Hill, touchdown pass, touchdown catch. Their Swiss Army knife. Minnesota over Atlanta, 31-28 to improve to 5-4. and four. Atlanta drops the four and five. So Kirk Cousins out for the year after getting hurt last week. The rookie Jalen Hall from BYU starts the game. He gets hurt. He gets concussed. Josh Dobbs, who joined the team on Tuesday after the trade from Arizona, had not had any snaps with anybody. He didn't even know half the guys. Didn't even know their names pretty much. Couldn't put a name to a face. Comes into the game, goes 20 of 30, 158 yards, two touchdowns, seven rushes, 66 yards, and a touchdown. Leads them to a come-from-behind win. The the, um, celebration afterwards in the locker room with Josh Dobbs was incredible. That dude is an unbelievable human being. As intelligent as he is, the um, what, what was his degree in? Something like just... Aerospace, aer- aerospace engineering. Aerospace engineering, and he's been able to carve together... A pretty solid NFL career. He's been a, a nomad. He's bounced around from team to team. But you talk about pulling a team out of the fire. That's what Josh Dobbs did. Dude, that's incredible to, to come in and play the way he did in an offense that you have, like, you're, you're again, you don't even know guys on the team. Like that, that was an amazing performance. Somewhat embarrassing for the Atlanta defense to allow it to happen. Right. But that's an incredible performance by Dobbs to be able to do that, come in there and, and do that. And that's why, he, I guess, you know, he keeps getting traded around and always seems to have a job because fact that he's you know how intelligent he is, you just feel like you He'll can pick bring, it up right away. You can bring him in yeah. and he's he may not be great, but he's not gonna kill you. Like he generally doesn't kill you. He just kinda comes in and he's good enough to be your backup quarterback who could go in there and do a serviceable job. That's how folk heroes are created to do something like he did. Green Bay beat the Rams twenty to three. How bad are the Rams? Matthew Stafford couldn't play. But my gosh, Green Bay's horrible. You score three points. They're now three and six. Green Bay's three and five. Packers snap a four-game skid. Jordan Love, a little bit better. 20 of 26, 228 in touchdown. Washington beats New England. Speaking of bad teams, the Pats are two and seven. Washington improves the four and five with a 20 to 17 win. Sam Howell, 325 yards, a touchdown and a pick. Mac Jones, 22 of 44 for 220. A touchdown and a pick. Washington hanging in there in that very tough NFC East, but New England, one of the stories of the season, just awful. Yeah, I just just think about this, by the way, around the NFL this weekend. Like you had uh Jarrett, what what's the guy's with like Jared Hall. 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 You had Taylor Heineke. Clayton Toon. You had Clayton Toon. You had Brett Rippon. 
You <laughs> who's the guy for Chicago? Tyler uh, Tyson Bagent. Like this is the quarterback position in the NFL. That's what's playing around the NFL right now. Most people would not be able to name the colleges they went to, the universities they went to. That's why it is extremely important to, when you need a quarterback to look into the later rounds, grab a quarterback every year, put one on your roster, you never know when somebody's going to break through. I'm not saying there's another Tom Brady waiting out there, but the... The uh, shelf life of a quarterback is is probably just as bad as it is for a running back. Yeah, you get down to some guys that you've never even heard of. That's why it's interesting to hear some of the names for the draft next year. The usual cast of characters makes sense. Caleb Williams, um, Drake May, Michael Penix. They they make sense. What about Jaden Daniels? Nobody talking about Jaden Daniels? These guys, when you watch... The quarterbacks go down game after game, week after week. There is certainly room for some of these guys who play like they play at the collegiate level. You just never know when you're going to get your number called. All right, and then finally, last night, one of the games I was anticipating, Cincinnati and Buffalo. The Bengals are back. Joe Burrow's healthy, and they've improved to 5-3. and three. Buffalo. Wow. They would be out of the playoffs if the playoffs were to start today. They are 5-4 and four now, 24-18 Cincinnati. Joe Cool, Joe Burrow, 348 yards passing and two touchdowns. Yeah, uh, the Bills are, in a lot of ways, are like the, the Dolphins. Like, they don't, you know, other than the fact that they beat the Dolphins, but they when they step up in competition, it seems to be a struggle. Um, you know, their, their wins are against the Raiders, other than that Dolphins, when the Raiders, the Commanders, the Giants, and the Buccaneers. So they really haven't they haven't really beaten anybody other than that Dolphins win. Um, yeah, but the Bengals, Bengals look the part now. That defense is playing well. Burrow is looking like Joe Burrow. Obviously, you got Jamar Chase. They got T. Higgins back now. Like that that you know Joe Mixon doing his thing. Bengals look like they're for real uh, once again if they could stay healthy. So right now, forget about what's happened in weeks past. Right now, for all your money. Who's it going on as far as the best team in the NFL? The best team in the NFL right best now? Best team right now in the National Football the Eagles. League. It's still the Eagles? Okay. Obviously, they had the best record at 8-1. and one. Wasn't sure if maybe you still go with San Francisco, but they've been banged up, and they had a bye week. Bye weeks, by the way, for San Francisco, Jacksonville, Detroit, and Denver. Corky's Ribs and Barbecue, a great option for lunch or for dinner, really any time to enjoy that delicious slow-smoked barbecue. You can dine in. Carry out, no contact delivery. Have any of the services delivered to your home or office. They will cater no matter how big, no matter how small. They'll start you out as low as just $8.99 per person for that delicious slow smoke barbecue. The uh, delicious Q, the ribs are outstanding. The barbecue nachos, the wings, the cheese and sausage plates. And if you want to go outside the barbecue family, how about the tamales or their award-winning catfish plate? Plus amazing desserts. Again, you could craft it any way you wanted as far as uh, having them cater uh, for your events, whether it be a business, workplace, whether it be just family. Give Corky's a call today. Four convenient locations in the Mid-South, Poplar Avenue in Memphis, Poplar Avenue in Collierville, Germantown Parkway in Cordova, and Goodman Road in Olive Branch. They have lunch specials every single day, party packs that start at just $7.49. And ask about their private party room. You can reserve your date and time by giving them a call. 
at the Cordova or the Olive Branch locations. Corky's Ribs and Barbecue, open for lunch and dinner seven days a week. Final segment on the way. This is Sports 56 Mornings with Greg and Eli on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Broadcasting from the Family Leisure Studio, we are Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now back to Sports 56 Mornings on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Acura of Memphis. Witness the power. Here once again, Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. I've been roaming around, always looking down. By the way, when I listed all those quarterbacks, I also didn't even mention, that was not even mentioning Aiden O'Connell <laughs> and Tommy DeVito. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> It's just like it's crazy. Like right now, like just funny. Like watching like the Red Zone Channel, and they go to the, the, the from game to game. Like, what, what are the what is going on with the quarterback position in the NFL? Like, they're it's crazy. Like the how many backup quarterbacks right now are playing, and then you know, that's also not including like Will Levis, who's actually played pretty well in the two games. I mean, just look at every team. It's backup quarterbacks. It's got guys you've never heard of. It's amazing what the quarterback position is in the NFL. That's why the guys that were always dependable, like they were always playing every single week. Somehow they were able to uh, avoid the major injury. Those dudes, you got to cherish, man. You got to worship those guys that played years and really never missed significant time. There's not a lot of them, but some of them certainly stand out. Folks, if you have not experienced Genesis Diamonds yet, well, your moment has come. This weekend is a great opportunity because this Friday through Sunday, they are putting everything on sale. You want to get some early holiday shopping done? This is a great opportunity to do it. You got a special occasion coming up? This is a great opportunity to go get you a great deal on some fine jewelry at Genesis Diamonds. You could save 20, 30, even 35% rings, earrings, bands, bracelets, their huge selection of engagement rings. Unbelievable. Everything going to be marked down. They've got designers flying in, showcasing fashion jewelry that's never been seen here before. And it's all on sale this Friday through Sunday at Genesis Diamonds. Luxury pre-owned Rolex watches, all lab-grown diamonds also included in this big sale. Go check them out, Genesis Diamonds, this Friday through Sunday in this big sale they've got going. They already have the guaranteed lowest prices in town. Now they're marking those prices down even more for this weekend. They're at Poplar and Perkins Extended, the Poplar Commons Shopping Center. This is a great opportunity for you to go check out and get some great jewelry at a great, great price at Genesis Diamonds. James Harden, the beard, is going to make his debut for the Clippers. And I think I said on Friday that Russell Westbrook would come off the bench. I saw something over the weekend from, I forget who posted it, but somebody who has good information that they're actually going to start Harden and Westbrook together. So it's Harden, Westbrook, PG-13, Kawhi, and Zubats. That's their starting five. So we'll see what happens with the Clippers. I'll be curious to see what Harden does and will he make a difference. Good luck. Good luck to the Clippers. Good luck to the Clips. Again, the Grizzlies uh, winning yesterday. If you missed it, they get their first W of the year, 112-100, to beating Portland as they split the two in Portland, Oregon. Back home Wednesday to take on the Miami Heat. 
And, of course, a big night of college basketball around the nation as the Tigers open up against Jackson State. Ole Miss will open up against Alabama State. We'll have that Ole Miss game for you right here on Sports 56 beginning at 630. A couple of college football games that we did not get to earlier when we were going uh, around the nation. Colorado lost to Oregon State 26-19. Again, it's a good Oregon State team. Lost by a touchdown. After the game, Coach Prime talked about trusting the process. There are people that continue to to jump all over them because it doesn't look now like they're going to make a bowl game. And they were the story for the first month of the year. And it's kind of slowed down. It's kind of trickled off. I still think what he has done is astonishing. I think that they have become a story for a reason because they won games early in the year, but also because of the unconventional measures of what he has done. It has rubbed the peop- some people the wrong way. I love it. I don't mind being unconventional. But as far as that story is concerned, it's kind of di- kind of dissipated a bit because it does not appear they're going to be headed to the postseason. Well, yeah. I mean, it, and the, the Stanford game is the one that's, you know, they're they're – going to look back and obviously regret blowing that 29 to nothing lead in that game. Um, if you had that win, you only need one more um, to try and scratch out. And they've got um, Arizona, Washington State, Utah remaining. You know, Arizona certainly looks much better now than what they did early in the year. So it's probably, they're probably not going to win another game. But um, but yeah, that, that, and that and that Colorado game or the Stanford game was kind of the one that like when you blow a 29 nothing halftime lead, like that kind of soured everybody on everything. And it was like, okay, yeah, they're, they're just not very good. Uh, who do you think right now, forget about what has happened all season long. Like right now today, who would you have as your top four teams? Right now, play, who's playing the best right now? Uh, I would have Georgia... Michigan, probably Oregon. Oregon, I definitely would have Oregon. That's why I brought this up. Um, you wouldn't have Michigan. I don't. I, I'm stop with the sign stealing. Stallions is gone, baby. I'm kidding. Which is amazing to me still too that even when this first all came out, they didn't fire him immediately. Like that's I know. Me I know. Now he's like the sacrificial like, lamb, right? It's um. I don't. They literally they they're, they haven't played anybody. Like, their schedule is terrible. But they're drilling everybody they play. Okay, like... Not every team does so that. So if Memphis played Bethune-Cookman every game and won by 50, we'd say they're great? No, but Michigan's Michigan. We know they have a quarterback. We know they have a stud running back. We know they have a really good defense. We'll, we'll see this week. they got to go to yeah, State I mean, College I'll, I'll to play Penn State. Let me, let me see this week. Not even that I really think that Penn State's all that great, but at Penn State, this will be a tough game. Let me see this week. That's why the, the Big Ten, other than those two or three at the top, it's just it's an embarrassment. Now it's going to get better like, with the teams like, coming in from the Pac-12, but it's an embarrassment. If Washington had played Michigan's schedule, I think Washington would have killed every one of those opponents. More than likely, you're right. I mean, it's it's tough when you week in and week out, you've got a you've got tough games. Yes, have they struggled against some lesser points? Yeah, but it's also they you it's tough to be up 12 weeks, and when you've got huge game after huge game, you may take a little. I'm not. It's not crazy to think that when you get one of those games, you kind of let up a little bit. So I don't know. I I, I do. I think Michigan is really good. I still think. Ohio State's going to beat them. You do? Yes. Well, where's the game at? It's the big house, right? Yep. 
Yeah, I got to I got to lean toward Michigan on that one. And then real quick, I I brought it up briefly earlier in the show. How does Army go out to Air Force and win twenty three to three? I have no idea. How did that happen? I, I mean, Air I'm, Force was in position to be the New Year's Six representative, be the Mountain West champions. They still had some games to go, but they were beating up pretty good teams. Army this year is not a good team. Not a good team whatsoever. So we laughed about them joining the American, and they lost 50-3 to to LSU, right, that week after that game. Now they come back and they beat Air Force. Go figure, college football. Man. They, they're doing they're, – they're getting started early on helping out the American they, by, by ending Air Force's undefeated season. And they may have really helped out <laughs> so, the American. So they're, they're, they're looking ahead. They're like, hey, you know what? That could be an extra money for the conference. We need to beat Air Force. I, that game, I don't – that's, I have no idea. That's the most puzzling game of the weekend by far, in my opinion. Folks, Fleet Feet, the place to go to get all your running gear. You want to make sure you get shoes that are just right for you. That's exactly what they can do for you at Fleet Feet. If you go see them in either one of their two locations, East Memphis in the Laurelwood Shopping Center, out in Kyerville at Poplar Houston Levy next to Huey's. You go in, they take a look at the way you run, the way you walk, and they'll get you fitted in shoes that are just right for you. Plus, any other gear that you need, well, they'll take care of that. They've got the shorts and the shirts and the hats and sunglasses, socks, whatever it is that you need. They've got you all taken care of. Plus, they're all runners, so they can answer questions, give you help about getting started or training for races. Of course, they sponsor races. They do group runs, things that you can get involved with as well with the folks at Fleet Feet. You can find them online at fleetfeetmemphis.com, on social media as well, keeping up to date with things they've got going on that you can get involved with. But for all the gear that you need, go see the folks at Fleet feet that'll do it for us today waldo and friends on sports 56 is coming up next want to thank barrett salee for joining us on the program we're back tomorrow starting bright and early at 7 a.m among our guests we'll talk some college football with blake topmeyer jeff crane from the university of memphis we continue with our Rhodes athletic segment zoe goodson the men's basketball head coach will be joining us plus humdinger's trivia we'll give you the topic for wednesday's five favorite things it's all coming up on the program tomorrow. For Eli Savoy and Zach Boyd, I'm Greg Gaston. Have a great day, everybody.